This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Applied Botanics, the leader in premium, consistent, and affordable CBD products. So happy to have them as a sponsor of this podcast because for me and many other people, their CBD oils work. And what's cool about Applied Botanics is that their CBD isn't one size fits all. They have five different products, comfort, focus, recovery, tranquility, and vitality that are targeted to certain health issues like stress, sleep, and pain relief. Listeners of this podcast will receive 30% off their first order with code word Project at checkout at AppliedBotanics.com. And that's on top of their already low price, which is nearly half the price of other brands because they feel that using CBD products should not require a payment plan. Applied Botanics, live happy and healthy. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Keller's Lawn Care, Landscaping, and Garden Center. I have been using Keller services for over three years now. So again, a service that I use and stand behind. It is a family-owned business who recently expanded to a new location in Exeter, Pennsylvania to provide you with a garden center as well. Let them assist you with landscape design and installation, mulch, rock, plants, trees, mowing, edging, pruning, trimming, you name it. If it's in your lawn, Keller's has you covered. Visit them online on their social media pages for more information. My guests today are the organizers of the upcoming event, Spooky Summer 2021, an NAPA Horror Film Fest and Scranton Punk Rock Flea and Zine Fest, which will be held this Saturday, June 12th at the Circle Drive-In in Dixon City, Pennsylvania. We talk about planning the show, what to expect, some of the good moments from past festivals and some of the bad we also talk about what it was like working with Clint Howard, who played the Ice Cream Man in the 1995 film Ice Cream Man, as he'll be at the festival this weekend doing meet and greets and signings. And of course, we discuss our love-hate relationship for Dawson's Creek. Welcome to the show, Bobby Keller and Jess Mione. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, we're live. That's new. They, uh, they tell you that you're being recorded now. Wow. That's interesting. <laughs> if you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> A welcome to the show, Jess Mione and Bobby Keller, the organizers of uh, an event coming up this weekend, this Saturday, June 12th starting at noon at the Circle Drive-In in Dixon City, PA. The Spooky Summer 2021 NEPA Horror Film Fest and Scranton Punk Rock Flea and Zine Fest. So uh, congrats on getting that together, uh, coming out of a pandemic. Thank you. <laughs> That's got to be stressful, right? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Maybe a little I mean, this isn't your first. This isn't your first rodeo, though. I mean, this is this is just uh, your first time, I guess, coming out of a pandemic. No, we did it in October. Well, coming out of the pandemic, yeah, we did it during the pandemic. Oh yeah, you did it in October too. Yeah, I'm all mm-hmm. confused now because typically it's October. So why why are we doing it uh, in June? I don't know. 
Um, no, the drive-in asked if we wanted to do um, multiple events, so we're gonna we're actually doing three this year. We're gonna do another one in August, and then the main one, the big one in October, the thirteen short films. But we figured we might as well, if we have the venue and we have permission to use it, we might as well do something, especially when it's nice out. Yeah, yeah. I was just in uh, Atlantic City this past weekend for uh, the AC Beer Fest, which was uh, it was nice. nice. Uh, it was weird too because there were no masks anywhere. Um, yeah, that is really strange. I don't like that. <laughs> we went to see the the, Slacker. the slackers in Bethlehem the other day, and nobody had a mask on. It, was, it seemed it seemed wrong. I'm so used to it. It seems weird, right? Yeah, we're walking through the. Uh, I mean, my wife and I are vaccinated, so the CDC says you know those who are vaccinated can can go maskless. But I mean, uh, I definitely saw. Uh, less masks than than uh, ever before in the past year and three months or so. It was awkward. It was well, not awkward. It was just weird. It was just a strange, strange thing to witness. But it felt good. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But, so, what can people expect? Um, you know, this weekend again. This is Saturday, June twelfth. Circle driving in Dixon City. Uh, I know you have, um, you know, the ice cream man who will be there. Uh, from the film, you know, uh, Clint, Clint Howard, right? Yep. Uh, so that's pretty neat. But what can people expect uh, this weekend? I'll take that one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the day's going to open up with uh, primarily shopping by artists, collectors, uh, some people that have vinyl and things like that. So a lot to look through. Um, and that's going to range from about noon until we show the movies or so, and things are just kind of happening concurrently. So while that's going on, we also have, um, Quoth, who's going to be DJing some different punk tracks, post-punk tracks, some goth stuff, some industrial stuff he asked. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, around two, uh, the bands are going to start. Um, then that's going to take us up to the movie screenings and we're going to do rock and roll high school first. And then we're going to have an intermission that's going to have, um, a tribute to Alex Seeley as well as a tribute to Beverly Bonner. Um, and we screened her film, um, last Ste- Yeah. In October steamed. It's um, about killer broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, and the short film we're doing the short like, films, I think four, four or five short films. And then going to end with Ice Cream Man. Um, but there's also like a lot of other stuff that's kind of throughout the day. Like we're going to do a Riff Randall lookalike contest. Um, so people that want to dress up as um, PJ Soul's character from Rock and Roll High School can come up to uh, our main uh, table that's in the concession area and sign up with us. And, uh, and then we'll announce the winner before the movie screening. And there's also going to be some food trucks there, um, as well as the concessions and ice cream truck. And the concession stand is there too. So there's a lot going on. It's all. It's basically all day from like I said noon till. I think the uh, the last movie starts at ten thirty. Yeah, so probably like one in the morning it'll end. Damn, that's a long day. (laughs) Are you guys ready? I just turned oh. to a lot that day. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what's it like putting on that kind of production? I mean, obviously, this doesn't happen overnight. It takes a lot of planning, uh, months, maybe even a year. Um, it pretty and- much takes up the entire year, especially well, doing three now. 
Um, the biggest one was when I did the basket case reunion. That literally was the entire year of my life. That's all I did was just put that shit together. Shit. What's that? <laughs> Nothing. Am I allowed to curse? Yes. Yes. We're on the internet. Uh, no FCC regulations here. One of the joys of, of doing this. Um, but I mean, what, what's in it for you, Bobby? Uh, and, and Jess, we'll get into your kind of role and then what you bring to the table too, but uh, I want money. I want a mansion. I want a new car. I mean, I don't even like horror movies. I just want to make some money. So well, that's why that's what you want. <laughs> Money's good. You no, know, I Maybe. like, I like to showcase, um, independent filmmakers and, just basically let people um, know that there's more than what you just see Hollywood dishing out and that there are original horror films out there and there are very talented filmmakers. And especially with the, with the pandemic, I felt almost obligated to add the, the live bands to it because I had so many friends in bands that had nowhere to play. And I have this huge ass venue outdoor venue that I can, at my disposal. So that's when we decided to, to add the uh, live music to it. And it, it went over really well. That's cool. Yeah. And Jess, um, and were you part of this production the whole time or did you kind of jump on board with Bobby during it or how'd that work? This one, this one definitely the whole time. I think, I mean, like in years past I've helped out, but I think like between the one in October and this that was the first sure. time we, I'm sorry, I'm talking over it. Yeah, well, that was the first time we, like, super, super collaborate. I feel like I always, like, kind of worked behind the scenes. But mm-hmm. the thing with um, also this being in June, I've held, like, the Scranton Zine Fest and the, the Punk Rock Flea Market in June every year, ever since, like, 2010 or so. Um, so I've been basically managing the vendors, and we're going to have about 60 vendors this year holy shit (laughs) um so it's like uh i usually say i could do it with my eyes closed but um i mean it's just like a lot of customer service in a way and and you know and making the people feel welcome because um i i started out doing that primarily because i went to um a Philly zine fest when I was about 19 and I was really starting to make my own zines and I walked in there and I felt kind of unwelcome because it it just seemed like everybody already had their own people to talk to and stuff. I felt kind of like left out and they were just kind of like, Oh, there's a table over there. You can just sit over there. And then I was like alone. That's rude as shit. So it really made me think about like the vendors experience and how they feel. I try to make it as, you know, personalized as I can. And, you know, any kind of request I try to fill whatever I do get a lot of requests, but I tried to like accommodate people so that they have the best experience possible. Um, so I get a lot of returning vendors and not just from this area, but sometimes from Philly, from Brooklyn and, um, New Jersey, a lot of times. Um, but I I think that that's why that they come back because I know that some of the other punk rock flea markets around here, like if you try to, contact the organizers and I and myself as a vendor who like and I I screen print and produce stuff like that too you know if I ever had a question it seems like it's always met with 
like a generic email or something like that. And I really do try to answer everybody because I know that that's how I would want to be treated, you know? So I let Jess do all the answering because I'm <laughs> such an asshole when people ask me dumb questions. I was, so, was going to say, I think we need Jess as, as the uh, communicator between, oh, absolutely. between the, the people. I just um, shut off. Like, you can't even message the film festival. I shut it off. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Bobby needs to be babysat. <laughs> but can you, uh, I mean, I, I, I've seen the uh, the punk rock flea market um, advertised uh, for many years. I've never been able to get to one. Um, can you explain to those watching or listening what exactly a punk rock flea market is? Well, I would have to say that it's with the, the main theme, I think, with all of this is the DIY sense of all of this and that includes the film. So people that are trying to basically produce things on their own. So when I started off doing this now, 10 years ago, it was mainly strictly just zines because it was just the zine fest. Um, and then as it grew, I realized that people were trying to showcase other things that they were creating. And so I kind of wanted to open it up to more than just literary publications um, because sometimes they would screen print their own stuff or they would make stickers or buttons and that kind of thing. Um, so it was a way for local artists to showcase their stuff. And sometimes people have more traditional things like painting or photography or what, whatever. Um, so it kind of makes it a little bit more broad so that more people are included. But I, to me, for, for it to be more of a, a punk rock flea market, I tend to try and gravitate towards getting people that sell CDs or vinyl, things like that, so that it's more music oriented. And not perfume. <laughs> and no, uh, no, soaps. no soaps. No Rodan and Fields. <laughs> punk rock. No well, soap and punk rock. There's no soap. You gotta, be, you gotta be stinky. <laughs> That's the first rule of punk rock flea market. No soap. No, no deodorant. No popcorn. popcorn. I told you a thousand times. No soap at the goddamn punk rock flea market. <laughs> sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. Don't be sorry. It's also, I think, like people that are, uh, you know, they, I think they have a certain niche. And uh, I think that this is kind of the right avenue to put all these people that maybe they deem themselves alternative or something like that, you know, uh, somewhere that they can get along with other people that are going to enjoy this kind of music. They're going to make stuff that's within that same scene. So everyone's like a little bit different. I really can't, you know, just center in on something, but I would have to say that it's, it's very open-minded. It's it's not like stuffy or anything. <laughs> I got you. And uh, as far as a zine fest goes, what what exactly is that? Well, there. So since it's a mix of people that kind of either they they're screen printing or they're selling vintage items and of that nature, um, there are a bunch of tables that just straight up make zines. So. Um, one person that comes back every year is um, this organization called the Word Distro, and they're from New Jersey. And they 
since they're a distro, they make their distribution, they make um, a ton of different zines. So I, I correlate it more like a record label, someone that's producing a lot of different bands under one label. A distro is the same thing with zines. So they either take in people that make their own zines and kind of put them under their label, or they simply make a variety of different zines. So their table yeah, is mostly that. Um, and, and there's all different kinds of stuff. Like sometimes people also have comics, like, so I've had people that kind of, they stretch the word zine, I guess, <laughs> but, uh, can I like, you, can you explain, can you explain what a zine is for those who don't, who don't know? Yeah. Um, well, it's, I, t- I try to tell people it's like a handmade magazine. That's that's the most straightforward way of explaining it, I guess I'd say. But what did the one lady online ask? Because she asked what it meant, and it was she guessed, and it was the most ridiculous shit. Do you remember? I do recall that, but I'm trying to think of exactly what they said. I can't remember. A lot of people like to say sign, of course, you know, and the, that's why sign. I say <laughs> magazine. But it actually, has like a a really long history. I did my grad school thesis on it. <laughs> I, was, well, I was first introduced to a zine. I probably was uh, at the weekend or probably dating back to, I want to say like 2013, maybe. Um, with Rich, Rich, Rich Howells was the editor, I believe. We mm-hmm. had a whole cover story. Maybe it was even before him. I forget exactly, but. Um, Post Rich. What's that? Post Rich Howells. Well, it may have been pre-Rich Howells. Pre, pre. Free house. Free house. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know we did a whole cover story on it because it was kind of like, at least for this area too, especially it was like a different, different thing for um, the area. Well, they, I don't, I don't know how long you've been living here, but they used to have like proof rocks. On, um, I've been living here for 38 years. Oh. Well, proof rocks, that was, I mean, was test pattern and green being an assortment of other things. Sure. Proof Rocks used to be uh, like one of the first internet cafes around here. Whoa. Um, and then they had zines there too. So at least that's what a lot of people tell me. <laughs> there was one called Arrow Web. It was a girl from Clark Summit and uh, in like 1999. That was the first one I ever read. Gotcha. Cool. But yeah. I mean, they have like an incredibly long history mm-hmm. and it kind of correlates with um, it actually started more like with comic books. It started kind of like in the 1930s uh, because if you really want to know about like where the word went, it's not just magazines. It's that it kind of came from fanzines and it also came from what uh, kids back in the 30s and 40s when they were growing up, they would read what they would call pro mags or professional magazines because they would read stories that had horror stories in it, sci-fi uh, like adventure type stories. Um, and so a lot of authors that got famous would put their stories, just short stories in these magazines. And then the kids that were reading it, they were fans of the content. So then that translated into fanzine and then that eventually that got shortened to zine. But um, so when kids were making them a lot of times, it's, it's just a really interesting history to me because even in the really early 30s, like when Superman comics came out and uh, and Batman and stuff, like kids were trying to recreate the comics. Uh, so depending on what device was out at the time, 
It was the ditto machine. You might remember that in school too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I used to get like these tests yeah. and they were like purple ink or, you yeah. know, so kind of like a Xerox machine, I guess. So like kids would use that in school. They would produce their own stuff. And then that would kind of be a zine because they'd put it together. The idea is they just don't need any like real professional skills. It's supposed to be open enough that like, if you want to write, if you like to draw, it's just something you can assemble and put together. It's, it's not supposed to be daunting. It's supposed to be, like uh, an open platform Three, for you to yeah. ideas. Cool. So all in all, just uh, it's going to be a day of creativity, I guess you could say. Yeah. Which is cool. Very cool. And I feel like you guys have probably seen some shit doing these events. I've never seen shit in my life, asshole. <laughs> you don't shit? I've never shat. I never saw shit. I never thought about shit. I never smelled shit. <laughs> There's always interesting questions that come up and stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, what kind of Where? shit have you seen? Like, what, what's what's some uh, some good stories that have come from these uh, two two years in a row? The same person streaked in front of the screen, but luckily the screen is so is so big that not too many people noticed. I was pissed the first year, then I just I got used to it. But I do I see him every year. Well, I feel I feel like Bobby, uh, you especially. I feel like people with you are going to try and, and and kind of push your buttons or, or try to push the limits just to see if you if they can rally you up. Fucking try, <laughs> it works. Oh my god, the, it's just the the dumb questions. Like uh, I think it was last year, um, some lady. It was a it was a public comment on one of our statuses, and she just goes. I just don't understand. How are we supposed to see the screen if the sun's out? Like, we're not showing the fucking movies during the day. Sorry. You ever go to a drive-in movie? <laughs> <laughs> same concept. It's the same thing. It's at a drive-in. What else? Oh, yeah. They asked, um, uh, what what day do the movies, um, what day are the movies playing? Like, it's one fucking day. I'm sorry. I keep cursing. That's, this is why she answers the question. That's why I put a schedule out so people don't ask those questions. Oh, no, they will ask everything that's on the they flyer. Listen, I mean, I, 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 I find it fascinating when you when people post something online, and it's it's like you know the day of the event, the time, everything is listed in the post, whether it's a picture or like words. Oh, uh, and then first comment, when is this or where is this or it's like, it's like, oh, <laughs> what is going on here? Oh, the we made a post for the, the t-shirts and we it's it said exactly where to go at the drive-in specifically like it was like a map to exactly where the shirts are going to be and then someone writes oh where's the link to this like you can buy it online no they are <laughs> so are tickets still available then yes okay and then tickets are available at the door as well i assume if they don't sell out, I would suggest getting them online, but this, I don't know. I don't know. We've been, are, they've been going. Are tickets more expensive at the door than they would be pre-sale? No, it's the same price. Actually, no, I'm going to make it more expensive. Cause I was going to say, Bobby, that's not a good marketing tool. That's a, Oh yeah. There's fee. Yeah. The, the um, fees online. That's like, I don't know, whatever event, event bright charges. Gotcha. Okay. So tickets available now. Get them. Get them today. Do not wait until Saturday. Um, and again, it starts at at, at noon. And I, like I said before, Clint Howard, uh, the Ice Cream Man. Um, 
What was the process like in him involved? Oh, ice cream. What's that? I thought you said the history man. No, the ice cream man. I mumbled. (laughs) I'm going to call The man who mumbles as a podcast is quite amazing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But what was it like getting him involved? Hmm. He's very nice. I um I've only really I've only spoken to him on the phone once. We've been communicating through email and text message, but um his wife is his manager and I've been going through her and then I got to, but I was like it's it's really hard for me not to like fanboy when I when I work with these with with celebrities like with Joe Bob Briggs a few years ago. I was I it was so hard not to just freak out and like I had to act I I mean despite how I normally act, I am very professional, I think. So, um, he's, he's, he's very interested in seeing the trains and he has, he was talking about, um, how he, um, he was in Scranton a few years ago, or it might've been like 20 years ago, but he said he had been in, in Scranton scouting locations for a movie, the, the movie that he never made. So he was just talking about trains on the phone. Okay. I'll, I'll listen to Clint Howard talk about trains probably for like 45 minutes. So I was going to say all day, but that would get really boring. Yeah. <laughs> like how? Yeah. And we talked really about some weird- um, he's very excited about it. It seems um, from what I've heard and from what I'm gathering from just communicating with them, he's very loves his fans and is very, is lo- very much looking forward to meeting everybody. So it should be a very good time. Now, does the ticket price, and if I if I got a ticket and I went to the event, do I automatically get to meet him, or do I is that a different price? Um, to get an autograph would be or, or a photo, I believe. Um, he has he's charged if he has um like sure. eight by ten photos to autograph, and then if you bring your own bring your own item, I, th- I believe it's ten dollars, and then for his his photos, it's twenty. Cool. But I mean, I'm sure even if you don't want to buy, I'm not suggesting that anyone does this, but I'm sure if you just wanted to go up and speak to him, he wouldn't be a dick about it. Yeah. Where's my money at? I went to uh, hey, an, an event in Atlantic City back in 2016 called Bizarre AC. I was and there. It, were you? Yeah. The Did you go to the, the Toxic Avenger birthday party? No. Was it the same the, year? Uh, the Lost Boys were there. Bizarre Maybe Atlantic City. Maybe I was it's there. the second one then, because it was 2016. Uh, it was at the no, Chelsea. I went in 2014. Like, yeah, it was fun. This is at the Chelsea that year, and um, uh, Gene Snitsky was there, a former wrestler. Oh, God, I was on an airplane with him once. He used to text <laughs> message me. He's like, "Do you like cigars?" Because he just wants me to play his fucking movie at the drive-in. He tried to bribe me with cigars. Sorry, Snitsky. I love you. Oh, the uh, Hundred Acres, or whatever. Yeah. Is One it day. finally um, out? Uh, I, I have no idea. <laughs> well, it's funny because it was... I may, I may have played the trailer for them the one year. I don't know if it's finished. Because... He started that, texting me about cigars, and I was scared. <laughs> that year, he was promoting it, and I think a couple of my friends donated to, you know, like a GoFundMe type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as part of that, you know, donation, you, you get a, a DVD when it comes out and all that kind of stuff. And I don't think he's got it yet. Yeah, a Gene Snitsky um, pull string doll. <laughs> well, I think actually, I, I think it may have been released to Amazon Prime. Hmm? I think it may have been what? released to Amazon or something like that. 
Oh, I see. I'd have to look. But I'm not watching it. I'm just kidding. I want to see it. I met the guy from, uh, it was, um, was it Julia Roberts' dad? Oh. Um, Snitsky? No, uh, Julia, Julia Roberts' dad. Um, Appa's RAC. Oh, oh, okay. I've, Corey Feldman was there when I went. I yes, that's, I think many people wanted to do that that year. I wish I did. <laughs> What's her dad's name? Oh, it's going to drive me nuts. What is he in? Why was he there? Like, uh, he was in a bunch of different stuff. He was in, I mean, uh, he was in The Expendables. Um, Dad, come on. What's his name? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't her dad. The Roberts. I don't know. The Roberts. Know. No, I'm a, Eric Roberts, right? Yeah, Eric Roberts. Uh, he's been in movies like. Oh, he's been in movies. Holy fucking shit, man! Yeah, that's not. It's not easily accessible to me right now. This is bullshit. IMDb boy. The Dark Knight. He was in. I hate him. <laughs> no, I, I if I saw a photo of him, I'd probably be like, "Oh, he's in this, 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 that, these, and those." Here, the movie. Fuck is that? Isn't he in a Mariah Carey video? It's Eric Roberts. Yes, I think so. <laughs> That's the third time I talked about that specific video this week. I think so. I think you're right. I'm thinking about. I think you're right. That video. There you go, Eric Roberts from the from the movies. So yeah, so like I said, you uh, interesting uh, scenarios. What's some of the coolest things you've you've experienced by putting these together? I usually blackout, not blackout drunk. I just, I don't remember most okay. of the event was running around. Um, yeah. Didn't you get sober for a while? Who, me? Yeah, you. Oh yeah. Um, with the last, I think 2016, 17 and 18, I did the whole thing sober, but now I'm just, now I'm a nightmare again. <laughs> <laughs> now you're drinking white I a bumblebee last year. You drove I had a beer. A bumblebee? Drank. A fucking bee. I drove a bumblebee. <laughs> this year I'm gonna drive the bumblebee. You but no, I had a beer and a bee. A bee went inside of it, and I drank, and it stung the inside of my throat. Oh man, that's so, why I shouldn't drink. Perfect start to a day. Let me. Tell you. You're lucky your your throat didn't swell up and you'll die. I wish I did. <laughs> I wish I would die at the festival. Right now, yeah, you know what, Bobby? You're not going to be uh, cool in my book until you get, uh, huh? I said good. <laughs> I don't care about the book. I ain't going to read your book. I ain't going to watch Snitsky's movie either. I want to be cool in your book. What do I have to know? <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. I need to know. Um, I need you to get James Vanderbeek. Sure. Oh, no. <laughs> I knew. I knew we were going to end up talking about Dawson's Creek. Bobby, it's really, it's really, really weird that you and I, I see. I, I start watching it again. You're watching it. <laughs> it's, it's, this is bizarre. So for those listening and watching. Like, it's so good. Bobby and I, like, uh, I, I know Bobby. Know. I know Bobby's name. We've met maybe once or twice in person. Us? 
You interviewed yes. me before. Yeah, so once or twice in person. Um, did you forget the barbecue that we were at? I knocked everything over, and you said, Bobby, you're making a scene. Save me a hamburger. And then you you started rapping, and your name was Funky Boy Popco. No, this, you don't remember true. that? None of this is true. None of this is true. Right. Well, then you're not getting James Vanderbeek if you don't I, play Twice. Me, you were there with Rich, at Rich Howells. We did that uh, NAPC podcast. And I think mm-hmm. you were at Thirsty's. Uh, oh, that's, that's where we met. Yeah. Um, when I was dressed as the frog. Yes. yes. So, I, again, I'll stand by my statement of I met you once or twice in person. The barbecue. Okay. James Vanderbeek's barbecue. You don't have to forget how to this. This never happened. But anyways, so like I mean, we're not uh, we're not calling each other in the middle of the morning or at night or whatever. Like we are now <laughs> I mean, we're going to now we will, yeah. But no, I'm so like we'll we'll start watching Dawson's Creek at the same time, and I and for me, I'll watch like ten episodes, I'll put it on the shelf, and then I'll I'll, I'll revisit it again like you know mm-hmm. months after. But every time that I pick it up, you're also watching it, which is mm-hmm. it's crazy. <laughs> It's crazy. I I told you I watched Dawson's Creek. I didn't know at the same time though. <laughs> well, not planned. That's what that's what <laughs> that's no, what's we, amazing. We press play at the same Magic. time. Ready? Go, Bobby. Ready? <laughs> that's a fantastic <sighs> show. You know what though? Like I. Really good. So it's like it's it's kind of probably based off real life. <laughs> We're gonna play at this festival. It's based off real life. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's created based yeah, off of people's really experiences. But like, I hope that I hope that like, it, what's what's kind of scary is like, I, I hope that like I never took things as serious as like they did in the, in the show. Yeah, but I think we do. Awesome. As, as I, I think know. we do as you- like kids in high school, we like everything's like the biggest deal in your life. It's sad. Well, I want Katie Holmes to climb through my windows. Yo, and Katie Holmes. Real fast. Katie That's Holmes it. needs to beat it because she sucks. She's the best character. Dude, she sucks. Uh-uh. Dude, when I was a young boy, a young teen, I was, in, I was in ninth grade. When they started the show, they were also in ninth grade. I was in love with Katie Holmes. Me too. I, still I remember... Love. You know, like Maxim magazines or whatever magazines she'd be on the covers of. Like, this girl's hot as shit. Now, as an adult, like, this girl sucks. This girl's the worst girl. Worst girl. She's the worst. You're wrong. That's no. She, I, and the way she drinks her Diet Coke makes me mad. It's cute. It's not that? cute. She sucks. She oh has these God. stupid, it's sad faces. You're sick. You're a yo, sick man. Yo. I have played Dawson's Creek. So. I watched it because yes, um, I was interested in becoming a filmmaker in the first season. Dawson was making a horror movie. And then I heard that Kevin Williamson wrote it and I really loved Scream. I think Scream 2 was out by then. So I started watching it. And then I made the mistake of getting a Dawson's Creek t-shirt at Suncoast Video. I almost died in the lunchroom. I'll never, I'll never wear a Dawson's Creek shirt at a lunch in a lunchroom at West Scranton Intermediate again. I won't tell you what the kids called me because I don't want to repeat it. But oh Yo, God, they were so mad at that shirt. I'll tell you what, though, rewatching that, Joey floats uh, the R word. Yeah, yeah, it was real uncomfortable. I was like, 
my wife and I watched it, and <laughs> she said it. I'm like, yo, yo, Joey, calm down. It's just, it's, I don't like you. This is why I don't like you. Wow. Yeah, it was real weird. Well, that was the original title of the show, though, right? It was just the R word. <laughs> that wasn't funny. That's <laughs> not funny. <laughs> but what are your thoughts? So, you know, Pacey versus Dawson. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Fighting, <laughs> he throws the basketball at him. Yeah, this is um, that was. I, like, before, I think I like Pacey more. That was before. I like Pacey more too. But like, is he wrong for trying to date Joey after the fact? After like he's he was or she was. Because no, Dawson had so many chances, he's a fucking moron. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. But, off I mean, park poster. But, but they're also best friends, though. I mean, like, is that off limits? Yeah. Hmm. Like, I mean, is there a better way he could have done it? Like, hey, Dawson, if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna do this, then uh, do you mind if I do it? Yeah, maybe he should have asked politely. Yeah. No, Dawson would have had such a stupid fit, whining in his room, pacing <laughs> around, flailing his arms, talking about Spielberg, standing on a boat. Yeah, because that, cry, that the crying gif is the best gif. What is it? The crying. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna get a T-shirt of that pattern. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should sell those. I'd buy one. So, that's the whole film festival. Is just I like, liked my so-called life. That's my so-called life is amazing. <laughs> Never saw it. You'd probably like Dawson's Claire, Claire Danes. Oh, yes. you should watch it. Jess, you have no you have no foot to stand on here because uh, you don't you never watched Dawson's I, Creek. I'll, Excuse I'll us when we talk Creek. about one of the greatest shows of our youth. I'll rewatch it, mm. but uh, yeah, it's not the same because it's not the same. It's not the same opening theme. Yeah, I'll it's tell you what though. Located Muppet Baby thing. I will. I do cry every time uh, Dawson's dad dies. <laughs> as, <laughs> even even as a you have to watch that scene. I guess I'm gonna have to. Spoiler alert. Sorry, he Jess. Drops an ice cream cone when he's driving. <laughs> That's a spoiler for me now. Yeah, sorry. Spoiler well, alert. Something to look forward to if you think look the show sucks. Like, well, it's like 25 fucking fine. years old. If you haven't watched it yet, you did. It's, it's I can't gone. say I haven't ever watched it, but I wasn't really an avid follower. It's like, Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. And then what was that stupid show with um, uh, Zach Morris, the actor who played Zach Morris? It was on the WB. It was so stupid. When they were lawyers? No. Yeah, I think they were lawyers. Yeah. I never watched it. See, so, yeah, I have on, a... Before or after Dawson's Creek. And it was... What was the other one? Was that Fel- Felicity? Yeah, Felicity. Felicity. I think that was after, I after Dawson's. I, I, like, I like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Casey yeah. the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Felicity was a little too old for me because I wasn't in, in college yet. So I, was, I wasn't interested yet. Mm, that's the reason I'll tell you what... College, da- I hate Felicity so much. Da- I mean, Dawson got some. You know, Dawson scored some points when that blonde chick came into town, though. Oh my god, I'm the bus. On the yeah, <laughs> well, that's a good like. That. I like the bus girl saga behind behind the uh, the screen at the pep rally. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should get Dawson Leary on this podcast. We should get Dawson. And Pacey to air, air the grievances. Mom, get Dawson's mom. <laughs> She's 
beautiful. She was annoying too. She was annoying too. Because like she's she's cheating on her husband, and then like she wants it to like like it it to come out, and then him just to like get over it. Like I said, I was sorry. Like that's not how this works. And they fight during a tornado. And then she's on the song, the cord, the long cord going into the friggin' closet to talk to her. Uh, I think she's cheating on him with a coworker. Yeah, yeah, news anchor. Yeah, right. to you, Bob. <laughs> to you, Bob. <laughs> I think that's the opening scene. I think it's Bob. Bob. Yeah, but everything is just so serious because like these young kids, and it's like ugh, life's not that the serious. The teacher, the Fox. Oh, bangs, makes love to. I liked her. What else is she in? I want to watch her filmography tonight. But again, again, you know, Pacey, keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Yeah, I think he talks about it at work. No, he talked about it in the bathroom at school. He's an idiot. And there there was a kid smoking cigarettes in the toilet. And then doesn't he ends? It ends up getting recorded too. I think Dawson records it because Dawson's a freak by accident. He doesn't do it on purpose. It was by accident. Yes. Easy <laughs> shoulders. But but they couldn't tell who that was though. They couldn't. Yeah, tell who yeah. Basically, gets embarrassed. Not that good. And I look good. And I also I don't you know. Um, oh yeah, the Orions. Mm-hmm. What? I liked the, the old Degrassi. 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 The mm. one from the 80s. Mm. Not the one where Drake one. learns to fly. Mm. No. That happened, right? In not so many words, yeah. <laughs> I guess. I like I liked um 90210. <laughs> Melrose Place. I wasn't allowed to watch Melrose Place. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons. You weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons? I I wasn't allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead, but guess what, What? Mom? I did anyway. If you're watching, (laughs) I watched it. Wow, my parents didn't care what I watched. Yeah, I'm jealous of that. I couldn't watch. There's a phase where I wasn't allowed to watch horror movies. A phase? No, but my parent, my mom went through a phase where she's like, I'm not letting you watch this evil stuff. (laughs) Yeah, look at me now. Now I run the horror festival. <laughs> now Bobby is the horror festival. I am. The Bobby what else? Is my face on the screen for six hours. Sometimes I blink. You know, Bobby, I feel like you're you're in NEPA, then you're out of NEPA, now you're back in, then I think I saw you something, you're, you want to leave again. And then oh, that was just me being a bitch on the internet. I was sad. <laughs> there's people I'm pissing Bobby. in it. There's people pissing on your floor or whatever. I don't, I don't know what's going on in your life. Yeah, someone pissed on my floor. It wasn't the cat. I know who it was. <laughs> it was a person? Let's stop before I get murdered. Right. Thought, I, there's Someone peed on my goddamn floor, and the door was locked. So like I after a party? Like during a party? Like what? The, <sighs> just everyday life. Just someone came in, and you know what? There's piss. There's a... I have a garbage bag and I have like extra bedding and um, blankets in it. And I went to pick it up and fuck it. It was, it was like in the middle. So it had to have recently happened. It wasn't me. I pee in the toilet. Good job. Out the window. Congratulations. Gold star for you, buddy. I'm going to pee out the window and I hope I hit the bus. All right. Well, 
well, I have. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, well, there was piss on a garbage bag. I was still, why? What the fuck? My life is weird, man. Well, we'll, we'll wrap things up before we get we get too weird. No, this is getting good. <laughs> but this Saturday, June twelfth, circle track. What's, what's happening? Uh, just some kind of horror fest. Not a horror fest. A horror fest. <laughs> oh no! It's you ever you ever get Saturday? yeah Saturday oh, noon. I got I got a call off work. Yeah, you better call off work. Just kidding! I don't work. You <laughs> <laughs> was working somewhere like new. Not anymore. I learned. That's yeah. You're, you're smart now. There you go. Bullshit! I'm not working at no bar. I ain't working at no bar no more. <laughs> no. Why not? I'm never working again. I hate <laughs> it. I don't like it. I think it's stupid. It is I think stupid. work is stupid, so I don't work. I like work. <laughs> I fucking hate work. Are you well, still I- working at? H and B. Yeah. What the hell is that? Home Steel National Bank, bro. You don't work at a bank. I do work at a bank. No, you don't. Yes, I do. This is bullshit. <laughs> I didn't know this. What? <laughs> you don't work at a bank. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Your mom does. Mom works at a credit union. Oh, <laughs> that mean. Do you guys fight? Like, what the hell is a credit union? No, I have. To- to say that she comes home with all these um, really catty, gossipy stories about people from work, but that actually doesn't ever happen at my job. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I don't know. It's like her her job sounds like high school or something. I'm like, like we wouldn't be creek. able to, to do that. We wouldn't be allowed to say that. I don't Did know you why. hear what Jaren said? But uh, it's always a good story to tell when she comes up. It's always it's always something. <laughs> and I'm always like, I had a regular work day. <laughs> it's very generic. I slept until three in the afternoon. But I like what I do, so it doesn't really feel like so much work to me. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> There's good people there, too. Yeah. Um, excuse me. No, I was working at... I've worked at two different bars since I moved back home, but um, with COVID, my hours got cut. So I was like, well, I'm actually going to make more money sitting on my fat ass collecting. So until then, until I run out, I'm just going to sit on my couch and stare at the wall, plan film festivals, watch Dawson's Creek and get more tattoos and eat pizza and invent a new hoagie and maybe play Pac-Man 2, Professor Pac-Man. Gonna I'm doing all of this tomorrow morning. Okay. No, I'm doing it Saturday. I'm, I'm not going to the film festival. The film, film fest has been canceled. So, no, it's not canceled. I'm just not going. <laughs> oh, oh. I got oh, the keys canceled. to the drive-in. So good luck getting in. I got a big ass key to the drive-in. Nobody's getting in. Is it on a big ring? Crying. Oh, I'll be there. Crying too. I'll be there laughing. <laughs> Well, the, the event is not canceled. It is Saturday, June 12th at the Circle <laughs> Drive-In. Were you telling the truth yeah. on that podcast? Were you canceled? It's not canceled. Not and if, even if it was, tickets are non-refundable. There you go. People can start coming in at noon on Saturday. Yeah, noon. Doors open okay. at noon. Gate at noon. There are no doors. It's outside. The gates will open. Pretend it's a door. Yeah, door, gate, whatever, whatever. 
But uh, best of luck this weekend. Uh, it's always cool seeing uh, people do different things in the area and kind of, you know, bring uh, new ideas and, and fun events to an area that people always complain about that there's nothing to do. So kudos to you guys for, uh, you know, taking the risks and, and doing cool things. And I wish you guys the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I don't know. I'm supposed to go. I got my kids' t-ball game on Saturday. I'm supposed to go camping Saturday. So <laughs> let's go camping Saturday. I don't get. <laughs> What's so funny? I don't understand. Go camping. I go. I go in the woods to drink beer. Oh, so I imagine dad legs. <laughs> I'm not going camping know, with my kid. I don't kid. know why it's funny. I just turned. Look how red I am from that. I'm not, I, I'm not going camping with my child. He's staying home with his mom. Terrifying. I hope it rains. I'm just kidding. If it rains for me, it's raining for you. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's worse. No, for it's us. sunny. You, it's supposed to be 80 degrees. Yeah. Oh, nice. so I saw 74 or 77. Yeah. Which is nice. Shit. Which is nice. So. Hmm. But again, good luck. Thanks for uh, joining me tonight. And uh, I always say, hopefully, I will see you guys sooner than later. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have fun. Well, when I when I when I stop this recording, stick around for a minute. Okay. All right. We'll see you guys. Bye. Bye.